The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. everyone welcome back to another episode of the retro gamers podcast episode 172 larry here and anthony here and what's going on sir um i don't know what, what is going on it is a it is a leap year week it is actually yes we have an extra day of the year this week so my mm-hmm. online handle doesn't make sense every four years oh yeah that's very true you should change it to 366 just for you know leap years <laughs> one time one day every four years just change yes it. or do like 365 plus one <laughs> i should make more 366 my burner account <laughs> or maybe you should consider more 365 and a third <laughs> 122 and an eighth I'm sorry one fourth 122 one and an eighth well Where's... then you'd be if you, if you do that if you think about it it'd be more 365.25, you'd be like a Kingdom Hearts game. Ooh, I like that. Better than the uh, the reference I was just making. Yes, definitely better than that. And who lives at 122 and an eighth? Uh, no idea. Oh, really? You're standing on it, dude. What? No. I, do I live at 122 and an eighth? <laughs> Almost. I think you do. <laughs> From the first Ninja Turtles movie, when the Domino's guy is delivering. Oh, yeah, okay. Wise, uh, I yeah, I don't know that movie that well. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. So, <laughs> I love that movie. The movie's fantastic. The only, side note, the only movie me and my parents saw together in the theater my entire life. Mm-hmm. So, Really? <laughs> yeah, my dad doesn't go to the movies. Oh. I, no, I would, I, would, I would think that you guys would go see, like, you know, like Saving Private Ryan, you know, like stuff. I know who... He would be big into those. No, no, he is when they're released on home video and we can watch him oh, okay. at home. So, fun side note, especially for those who know my father, this weekend we watched the new Midway movie, which is phenomenal. Okay. But And it's the first time we both saw the movie. But my dad's giving me spoilers because it's actual actual encounters yeah. of what happened. He knows what happened. Oh, forget about I mean, the little stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, there was a bombing over here. What if they announce it? And then boom. Bombing of so and so. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was actually very funny. So, so yeah. So he just gives away the whole plot because you you don't know your history. Hey, no, I know my history, but it's the little detail. No, I know that you. Oh, it's hysterical. So in any yeah. event, um, but that wasn't the only thing I was doing this weekend, uh, as I was very busy this past Saturday, my friend. 
Yes, you were. I you was. were. Uh, I saw, you know, our Facebook feed was uh, was uh, really hot on Saturday. Yeah. Um, it was not only with uh, not only with uh, myself. We, uh, you know, Larry and I, um, for those who don't know, are doing a video game challenge this year, and the goal is to complete as many retro games um, that we've never completed before. Uh, and our and- motto, I think, the going motto is uh, uh, quantity over quality. No, your motto is quantity over quality. I'm trying to play enjoyable games. I've enjoyed every game I've played so far. Well, of course you have, because you've beaten them. Any game that you beat is enjoyable, no matter how terrible it is. Case in point, on Saturday, um, I started off the day um, combating your Bugs Bunny birthday blowout with Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle, which I played through. And then you decided to answer back. I I did, and and for a minute I was going to answer your Warner Brothers with my Disney, but it didn't work out too well until the evening. Uh, But, yeah, so first, how'd you like, not Birthday Blowout, but uh, Crazy Castle, how'd you like Crazy Castle? Crazy Castle was great. I mean, I remember playing it as a kid. I just don't remember, you know... They never. They didn't make the game that difficult. It's, it's just, just that daunting. it's just long. Yeah, you know. And, it, and as a kid, I remember playing it because every time you beat a level, you get an extra life. And I remember yes. playing it as a kid. It's like I would just shut the game off because I didn't want to play it anymore. It's not that I, I didn't want to beat it because mm-hmm. there were sixty levels. Yeah, you know. So now, like you know, as as an adult and more of a completionist, <laughs> uh, it's fun to go back to the game and be like, no, I'm going to play all the way through. And you know. Um, and you know, crazy Bugs Bunny, Crazy Castle. Even though it's a you know a licensed game with Bugs Bunny and all the Warner Brother characters, um, it's a cool little puzzler. Mm-hmm. Um, and at sixty levels, it was really fun. I had a great time playing through it. Which is weird how the NES. Well, I guess it's not weird. Not to think about it. the NES game had less levels than the Game Boy game, but uh, it is a fun game. And you're right. Now that we're older and have a bit more patience. I think we can get through games like that because you're right. I know yes. I'm like 12 levels in. I'm like, when is this going to stop? And then I just turn the game off. Exactly. Uh, and, and patience is definitely something that um, you've grown accustomed to in your older years. In um, because you know, we know we know how much we you've talked about it ad nauseum, how much you never really completed games as a kid. Oh, yeah. It was, it, between just boredom. Or, you mm-hmm. know, that whole situation where you get a new game, then the old game just falls to the wayside. Exactly. So you did uh, Crazy Castle, which which uh, was was very fun to watch. Very good. Um, some of those like like levels that brought you back, I didn't even know about. So yeah, there were there were there were some weird ones in there where yeah. I was like, oh, it was like, well, I didn't grant it. Probably two thirds of the levels in that game, I never played. So oh, that's true. Uh, so I saw your crazy castle, and then I raised you with the Little Mermaid, or I matched you. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, a game I've seen played before, and it is a fun game. I got to admit, yes, it's a short game, but it is a fun game. And okay, you know, I kind of blew through it, but you can if you took your time. There's more to the game uh, than what it was, and and I was at game on, and I'm like, eh, let me just throw this in. It's kind of like Kung Fu. Another situation where I was like, kind of zoned. In and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they mentioned Ursula, so I'm like, okay, I got to assume this is the final level. Uh, and then that's when Brian uh, was kind enough to start taking video. So I knocked that out, which was awesome. By the way, 
Congratulations, Game On, five year anniversary. Yes, congratulations, so, Game On. So very. I'm good. sorry, I I'm sorry I couldn't be there for the celebration. <laughs> I really do. I, no, no, I really do love those uh, love those guys no. in the store. It's awesome. They are awesome. And uh, yeah. someone ordered them a pizza and had in the pepperoni put a five. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we had a good time at the uh, the anniversary. So then I was telling them about the contest, and then they're like, "Oh, we can probably, you know, help out with some games." Because like I said in the beginning of this contest, I feel like some of my games are going to be beaten at Game On for just the sheer yes. access. I didn't realize that so far, all four games I've beaten were all at Game On. <laughs> well, five. three of them. Well, I'm up to five. I've lost track already. Well, we're going to show the graphic here in a moment. Kung Fu. Actually, I was counting Kung Fu in my head. Oh, okay. So, uh, but in any event, so we're playing around, having a good time. I tried my hand, actually both, real quick, both uh, at the time of the recording, Friday night and Saturday morning, and then a game on twice, I tried to beat Operation C on Game Boy. Um, oh, okay. I did get, for the first time ever, got to the final boss. Got destroyed, but got to the final boss, so that's good enough for me for now. Then I tried my hand at Tailspin originally, um, a game that I tried playing on a Saturday morning collection, which I eventually did, uh, which we are counting because it's a it's an NES version of the game, even though it's on the PS4. Um, but the mechanics was weird. But once you nail down the mechanics of Tailspin, it's actually a really fun game. So when all that was out, I'm like, I got to I got to get one up on Anthony today. And I'm like, I'm looking around and they just happen to have it laying around. I'm like. Let's do Where's Waldo. That is a short game, but a difficult one at times. I got to be honest with you. Like uh, you're okay. like like you're up at the screen. Okay. You're like, like looking. Yeah, no, don't do, don't, do, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. We just we just lost like five viewers for what for what we got to get five first uh, for Waldo and um and then it just kind of ended. And I thought there was one more level. You hear me on the video? Uh, I'm like, oh, that's it. Okay. Um, so then that was done. And then finally, when I got home, because I was so frustrated, I didn't beat it. And also because Tristan from Game On texted me later that evening and was like, nailed it. Like he he beat it that evening. Uh, um, so I'm like, that's it. I'm putting it on. Of course, he had the cartridge. I got the PS4 version. But uh, I finally got through it. And then that put me up. So I'm at five now. Yeah, you've got five games now. Kung Fu. Well, let's show the graphic if we can. Well, yeah, let's let, let's take a look at the graphics and see yeah. uh, since I uh, the graphic Put it on is the board. updated. We're going to throw it up on the board right now. And, and at some point. Is it there? Is it there? No. Tech, there it is. There it is. All right. So here's where we're at. So yes. Anthony actually showed up strong with the Goonies on Famicom, I got to admit. Yeah, and because um, the and because the, the 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 box art is so wide, it counts as two. <laughs> we will uh, actually almost dips into three. To be honest with you, I know. Look, uh, how, look how wide it is. <laughs> um, Anthony uh, allowing uh, Kung Fu, even though the disastrous end of 2019 with Kung Fu, uh, that was which awesome. which by the way, Tristan, because when I played it, Brian was there. Tristan didn't realize what happened, so I showed him the video of Kung Fu, and he looked at me and he's like. You should not be able to play that game ever again. I'm like, you're right, but I had to try one more time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I came back with a couple of cartoons from our childhood, Bugs yep. Bunny's birthday blowout, 
The Little Mermaid and Tailspin. This is out of order, but that's okay. Uh, and then <laughs> Where's Waldo was on there as well. Well, well I, yeah, I, you know, I really didn't want to put Where's Waldo on the graphic because it just <laughs> it, it it just bugs me. Quality, quantity over quality. That so, is that is you, but, not me. But and that's where we're at right now. As of what's today, February twenty third, as of the recording here. Um, that is correct. But it's going good. But yes, look, I get it. The games I've been playing so far have been quick. I mean, they're games. They're still games. So, mm-hmm. but after what we're going to get into right now, after uh, seeing a certain movie, uh, I am determined to finally get a Genesis game on the board for me because mm-hmm. we both saw last week. Sonic the Hedgehog, and Ant, I have a feeling that we would lay this out, and it should be in the title of the episode, spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts. Oh, no, I don't have spoiler alerts in the show title. Oh, well, so. we will. <laughs> well, you just gave you just gave the warning. We're going to give spoilers, I mean, at this point. It's Absolutely. A, it's, a week, it's a week after the movie. We are the retro gamers, so... Mm-hmm. You know, we, it's not like we can dance around the discussion. Yeah. So um, and we'll put we'll try and put timestamps, you know, if you want to skip this portion for now and then you can come back and visit it because uh, we'll talk about other stuff later. That's not spoilers. But let's get into it. Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie that the Internet forced Paramount to redesign. Um, <laughs> you said real quick last weekend that you loved it. Now let's get into details about this game, uh, about this movie. Um, I loved it. Awesome. All right, folks, we'll see you next week right here on the Retro Gamers. Um, what was it about it that, that you loved? Um, like, let's start first with story, because we've already seen the redesign of Sonic from the trailers. Yeah, we, we've seen the redesign, and it was, you know, and, and you know, uh, kudos to Paramount. Um, was it Paramount or Sony? Paramount. Paramount. Yeah, kudos to right, Paramount. Paramount, yeah. For actually going back and listening to the you know to the fans and fixing this. Now, granted, there, there's a lot of back and forth discussion regarding um, you know should should fans be allowed to influence how a movie gets made. Um, my response is yes, because you're vying for our money. So if you if you're getting that much of a negative response from the beginning, and it's something that can be addressed, then by all means, I think it should be. I grant it. You can't go back and redo an entire movie because no. somebody's unhappy. But you know, yeah. this was this was one of those weird things where it's like, oh, we know this is CGI, so we know you don't exact necessarily have to go out and refilm anything. It's really just going back into the you know going into your your pro, your computer programs yeah. and fixing this guy. So yeah, and and you know, and that's what it you know. I, you're right. You're like maybe not dictate story because you you know there's a discussion saying you know right. the writer owns the story. It's their point of view and stuff. But right. we're talking about an existing character that we all know and love, and to right. do that dress, especially after a movie like Detective Pikachu, which shows yes. you can pull him straight out of the game. Yeah, so. exactly. Because that's how we see them. Exactly. And to be honest with you, um, I probably wouldn't f- feel the same way about the film. Had I looked at the original Sonic in there, because to be honest Agreed. with you, he was so he was so jarring that it would have distracted me from the rest of the film. I would have just been looking at him and been like, God, I go, just looks creepy. And and even we've already dropped the spoiler alert. So I think I can say this part at this point now, um, mm-hmm. if they would have kept and I told this to uh, Brian from um, uh, the Playable Characters podcast when he, when he messaged me about the movie, um, if they would have kept the original Sonic the cameo at the end of the movie, which, look, I, it, all fans have got to understand and realize 
Tails appears at the end of the movie, uh, very quick, you know, setting up a sequel. What in the hell would Tails have looked like if they would have kept the original Sonic design? I I don't want to (laughs) know. I I really don't want to know. It would have been terrible. Let's just let's just leave it. Let's just assume. Let's just assume that when the backlash came out, they didn't. They hadn't done that yet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's and, just, let... and a fun one. Tails' voice in the movie, same as in the video game. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was good. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so then, getting back to actually the the story of the film, what I what I really enjoyed about it because this is my pet peeve with any um, any licensed movie. So in other words, a movie based or an adaptation, whatever you want to call yeah. it, a movie based off of something that already exists. So, you know, your street fighters, your more comments, whatever mm-hmm. it is. My biggest pet peeve with all of these films is that they always tend to want to cram in as many characters as you can find in the game. So it's like, Oh, it's like we have this whole library to pull from. So let's just pull all of it. And I'm, Mm-hmm. And the biggest mistake behind all of that always is it's overload. It's too much. It's too much to process. It's too much to deal with. And I, what I hold on, hold on a second. Okay. Um, what what the first thing that I have to give them credit for is the simplicity of it. You focused entirely on Sonic and Sonic alone for the film. You know what I mean? In terms of your hero mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And that alone to me was the first win because it's like I wasn't I wasn't dealing with Tails. I wasn't dealing with Knuckles. I wasn't dealing with Amy. None of them. It was just focus on yeah. Sonic for the first film. That great start right there. What I was going to say before was that the uh, game, like a, a perfect movie that suffered from cramming into many characters, would be Mortal Kombat Annihilation, in my opinion. Yes, where they just threw, and half the characters they killed off in the beginning of the movie anyway. So yeah. you know, no, um, absolutely right. Uh, same thing with the Street Fighter movie, if you remember. Now, granted, that wasn't a, that wasn't a good movie, but it literally had like oh the first every one ca- with muscles yeah, and Brussels. Had, yeah, it had absolutely every character <laughs> in it. Wasn't and I'm a- like. I was like, it was like blinking. You miss half of them. It was I wanna, weird. I so go back to your comment of it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> it, it wasn't a good movie. Where's my Street Fighter? The game, the movie, the game. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, so yeah, you're right though. Uh, focus just on Sonic. Um, which look, yeah, I think nowadays I. And I've been subject to this. And for those of you just tuning in or listening for the first time, I know Ant hates when I say this, but it's somewhat true. He's kind of got a better mind of all this because Anthony you oh, know, lives in Los yeah. Angeles. No, no, but you've you've been on that side of production. You've seen mm-hmm. how the writing works. You've seen how filming works. So you have a different mind than I would go as just the casual moviegoer going into a movie. So you're going to hear like Ant, Ant's going to really analyze it. He's going to do it from his point of view, but you're going to hear some good. And I love when Anthony talks about movies because you hear his, that, that, like, his opinion on it from his point of view, where me, I'm going to be like, loved it. Let's go on. But a lot of times I think in nowadays where people do want instant gratification and instant satisfaction, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of people maybe, like, would have wanted like Knuckles or, or Tails or something like in the beginning or halfway through the movie where we have to realize in a world where we're getting a ninth Fast and Furious, movies, franchises are just becoming very long spaced out television series yes. where, all right, you have your first movie, you, you establish Sonic. Then as the movies go on, you say you get five or six Sonics, kind of like mm-hmm. Transformers. You know, we just kept getting more and more characters. So mm-hmm. patience is a virtue when it comes, I think, to licensing nowadays with these movies. Yeah, you know, no, getting characters in. If, if anything, it's the, it's the Marvel effect, and that's oh, basically what I can okay, call it. Okay, okay, yeah. Effect. Because you know, um, when when Iron Man first came out, 
You know, there, obviously it was questionable right from the get go. In other words, will this movie be successful? I didn't think um, it would. And the entire Marvel universe basically hinged on the fact of will Iron Man be successful? Now, they could have. They could have said, well, you know what, maybe we can make it more appealing if Captain America shows up in here, if the Hulk shows up in here or somebody mm-hmm. else. Like, let, let's start loading it up. It's like, no, you know, Marvel started with we're focusing on one character. We're going to make the best possible story and we're going to do the best possible character development with him. And if this succeeds, now we have a plan for going forward. And they always had their plan from the get go, mm-hmm. but it's still hinged on one film success. Yeah. Now, prior to Iron Man, you saw them you saw them make attempts with like. Hulk and the Incredible Hulk and other ones, and, and they Blade. didn't do as well. Yeah. But they decided, like, this is where we're going to focus, and this is this is going to be our plan, and it worked out. And everybody since then has tried to replicate that formula. DC has tried to do it. They mm-hmm. haven't. Done, they didn't do it that successfully because, again, in the rush to catch up, they kind of they just went all at it. Where it was like, oh, we want to do what Marvel's doing, but we're going to do it in the way where it doesn't work as well. So in other words, introduce multiple characters at the same time and try and fast track our way to an Avengers movie, which Mm -hmm. was was Justice League. So they kind of fell back to that old style of, you know, do too much too fast. Mm -hmm. Um, Other now other franchises are learning with Marvel, like with the Marvel way. It's like, no, it's like, you got to pace this out. And that again, and Sonic, I felt like really did that. We just focus, and I said we just focus on Sonic, but really there are two characters we're focusing on, and it's Sonic and Robotnik. Because Robotnik gets a good amount of screen time, oh, yeah, too. As you should. Almost equal to Sonic. So we're really establishing the hero and the villain in this mm-hmm. film. We're not really focused on anybody else. James Marsden is, you know, basically, James Marsden is us. He's the audience's mm-hmm. eyes in the film. We're we're basically learning everything as he's learning everything because that's what you need. You need that. We need that guide yeah. to get through a film like this because we're dealing with, quote, you know, kind of otherworldly elements in a mm-hmm. sense or fa- you know fantastical elements. Um, um, I was gonna say uh, you know we, and the James Marston aspect of it where like the the human side of the movie. All right, fine. I mean you know Robotnik's human, but you know that he's still from the game but you add like this this real world into it i even i think i read on imdb like one of the this year has us all wanting to be healthier and that includes our eye health but how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring it's actually pretty easy vsp the vision coverage many people get through work offers individual vision plans enroll anytime on any device and start using your benefits the same day you don't need to be an employee to get employee level vision coverage Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Original uh, ideas. At some point, like a side story, is that, um, and I don't know the actress's name, who played his wife in the movie. I mean, I don't. Oh, I I can't remember her name. She was great. She was fantastic. She was awesome. They wanted a part, which almost looked like it was leading to it. Like, they wanted a part where, like, their marriage strains now because he's trying to save Sonic. He was supposed to get a job Mm -hmm. in San Francisco, all this stuff. But they didn't do that. Like, they kept them strong as even to one part where she's like, 
okay, as you can tell, I'm keeping my composure. There's a blue alien in the other room, and, and I've been cool about this whole time. And I like that aspect because mm-hmm. I felt like you always – that's almost like an automatic go-to where this alien disrupts the lives of somebody, but they're really just – it's just a one long, fun adventure – and yep. and that's what we got out of this movie. Um, ultimately, story wise, uh, real quick before I forget, uh, <laughs> were you the only one in your theater who got the joke about the mushroom planet? Yes. <laughs> so was I. Okay. So in the beginning, so in the trailer, you see uh, Sonic jumps through different worlds with the rings. And for those of you who are like, he's never done that in a game. I forgot which one it is, or in the comics. Everything that happens in this movie either comes from the games or the comics mm-hmm. or the animes. So there's a lot mixed. Even a thin Robotnik started off like in one of the comic books. And mm-hmm. the comic series leads to how he got fat and bald and everything. But in any event, um, in the beginning, he's like, Sonic's like, well, the next world I got to go to is this mushroom world. It's all mushrooms. Who wants to live in a world of mushrooms? Mm-hmm. All you hear in my movie theater is... One lone laugh, which was me, <laughs> and I wanted to get up and be like, "Really? There's no one else who's getting yeah. this this inside joke." <laughs> so, I was very upset at that. <laughs> well, that's okay, though. I mean, not look, not 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 everybody, not everybody is as well versed in games. It was a packed <laughs> crowd. <laughs> Right. Well, there's, so, not, there's nothing. I, there's nothing I can tell you. Though. I'm not. I'm not looking for justification. I'm just looking no, to talk about it. Um, but, okay, so but, going but, back to uh, the story. Yeah, going back to the story, and I think um, I think you hit the nail on the head with that with the with um, James Marsden and his wife and the relationship. You know, it's it's a cliche. It's like something happens, upends their world immediately. It's you know mm-hmm. you, again. Husband wife have issues because they don't know how to adjust to this X factor that's you know thrown into their lives, yeah. and and to your point, um, I like the fact that they didn't go the cliched route. And it's like you know what, instead of them separating over it or arguing over it, in other words, it's like no, she's in, mm-hmm. she's all in. But what if you pay attention to them earlier in the film for the little bit of time that we do get to spend with them, they never give you, they never really give you a sense that there's going to be a crack between them. So if they had done that, it kind of would have come out of left field and would have actually felt a little false. It would have felt like um, just a plot device. It would have been like, Oh, you're just inserting this here to add tension and drama when in all honesty, it wasn't needed. And again, this goes back to the original comment of they kept the story simple, they kept the conflict simple, so you didn't need that extra mm-hmm. element. You no, I absolutely agree. I just thought it was going to happen, like you said, Ann, because it's cliche. I'm used to it happening. Like yeah. in Ted, like in Ted, Ted breaks up uh, 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 the two of them, you know, I can't remember who was in the movie. But in any event, Mark you know, Wahlberg they, and, and uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis, thank you. Uh, yeah. Mark and Mila, you know, breaks them up for a little while. And that's what I was expecting here. But I was happy yeah. that didn't happen. And we got a lot of good, um, you know, action. A lot of good action in the game, uh, in, the, <laughs> in the movie. In the um, movie. Anything else, like, you want to say in your end as far as, like, how the story came off? Did you feel it was... Based on what Sonic can do in the history of Sonic, did you think the story itself was strong? Look, I know it's not Oscar worthy, but for what yeah. it's worth. No, I thought. Well, if I'm really if I'm really dissecting the story, it's like to <laughs> me, like, which to me don't. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Don't. I'm not going to. I know. I, know. Um, I would. I would honestly categorize the story as basic. It really okay. was basic. Which there was been. nothing. Yeah. There was nothing super complicated about it. <laughs> Alien on another planet comes to Earth. Meets another, you know, meets another human who has to help him against a foe. That's 
pretty much the basic story. Mm -hmm. There's nothing really super complicated in it. But again, for introducing an audience into into a, a genre or a world where let's face it up until this point has pretty much been a almost complete and total failure in the film industry. Mm hmm. True. You know, gaming, um, you gaming. Yeah, movies. just game. Yeah, yeah, video game adaptations have not fared well at all. Yeah. So I think that their focus on keeping it basic and just really telling a simple story is why this film, to me, is a success. You did not. You didn't overload me on information. You didn't try and make it. Um, you didn't try to make it too goofy. So in other words, perfect True. example. Yeah. Yeah, perfect example. In the video game, at the end of every level, Sonic frees a bunch of, you know, animals mm -hmm. that Robotnik has captured, right? We didn't have any of that kind of nonsense where you yeah. had, like, a whole bunch of animals getting freed <laughs> and joining Sonic in this whole thing, <laughs> you know. Like, th there, were, there were other ways they could have gone, and that's why I think that it worked really well because they chose not to. Okay. And, um, and I can also attest to the fact that I brought a friend with me who had never played – a Sonic the Hedgehog game before. Okay. They, now, wow. And and it's actually kind of a video game newbie. He's one of my friends that I played. Oh, Dead by Daylight. was he on the episode few like a month ago? Yes. The one I was yeah, okay. Friend, yes. Yeah, my friend Russell. Yep. He came to the film and I and I dragged him to it. I said this last week. I dragged him to it because <laughs> yeah. he made me watch Underwater with uh, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> and I told him, no, you're coming to Sonic now because of this. Um, but at the end of the film, I looked over to him and I said. What did you think? And now he's also in the film industry, and he's probably deeper into deeper in it um, than I am. Oh, really? Employment? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he's, he's worked in entertainment his entire career. Cool. So um, I turned to him and I said, "Okay, what did you think?" And I'm expecting, I, I'm, I'm expecting basically me, mm -hmm. you know, skewer the way that I would skewer yeah. a film. And he's like, he just looked at me. He's like, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I did not expect to enjoy this. And I'm like. <laughs> done when i was get... like right there i go there and that's to <laughs> awesome. me yeah to me that's awesome because again cat in terms of this video game genre casual film goer in that sense but just overall the general you know the story the pacing the characters like he was very happy with all of it and i'm like okay i go that's and to me that's what's make, making this film a success they managed to hit all the points without yes. overloading and confusing anybody absolutely Two things real quick. One, do you find it difficult to enjoy a movie just casually because you because you know a lot of like how it goes into work and what you want to do when you do your writing and everything? Do you find it really no, difficult? No, no, no. Um, for, for some films, I do. OK. <laughs> for some films, I do. For other films, if if I'm watching it and it, they're allowing me to catch something or critique mm -hmm. it immediately – I start to lose it because it's like um, perfect example was us when I watched us Okay, about halfway, like two thirds of the way through the film, I noticed something and I'm like, up until oh, that okay. point I was along on the ride okay. and then something happens and I'm like, wait, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole, plot hole. Done. <laughs> and I sat through the rest of it. Like I literally sat through the rest of the film like this. <laughs> None of this. Someone called AAA, but like you go yeah. into a movie like this again, you're not. And I, when I say we know it's not going to win an Oscar, meaning like it's not made to be the next Citizen Kane. It's just movies. Some movies are just made to be fun. Yeah. So that's and all that, right. Cool. No, and that's what this was. This yeah. was really just a fun romp. I mean, I, I mean, if I if I want I could sit down and dissect. Oh, you can destroy this. I know you can. Yeah, I mean, well, but I, but I mean, you know, yeah. I don't want to because yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it doesn't so need to. Yeah. I don't want to start going into nitty gritty details that 
are going to kind of take away from it because overall, when I look back on it and I go, it was an enjoyable experience. I thought it was a really good film. Did so. at points, because I did this and I had to stop myself, did at points you find yourself looking in the background and stuff for Easter eggs? Yes. I, I about halfway into it, I'm too busy like looking in the background and stuff and I'm like, uh, what's happened? I just missed what happened because I'm trying to find like, you know, speed shoes or a TV mm-hmm. monitor or something. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I did. I did do some of that. Um, <laughs> but I was really focused on the on the story. I want to I want to turn things over to you for a minute since okay. I've been talking a lot. Um, because I want to hear how you felt about Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, because I know how I felt about it. <laughs> um, but what did you think of his portrayal and just his overall story in the film as well? So here's the thing. I got to start off by saying the reason why I really enjoy Jim Carrey as this Robotnik, because the Robotniks I'm used to, like in the video games, you don't really hear him talk. You don't really see him move around other than when you're fighting him in each of the boss levels. Uh, In the old 90s cartoon, the one that Jaleel White voiced Sonic on, yeah, he was a bit goofy, but he wasn't eccentric as much. So I never really got much of, like in my head, I never envisioned what Robotnik could be like until I watched Sonic for Hire on YouTube from Lowbrow, and it was on Rooster Teeth, which is, again, we've talked about before, hysterical. In that series, they portray Dr. Robotnik as just this nut. He, he, he has no pants on. He's always in his underwear. He's always like just he's high voiced and he's just he's off the page eccentric. Um, in fact, they've been doing them. Those characters review the movie. In fact, uh, it's very funny based because of that. I saw a lot of that Sonic for Hire Robotnik. Mm-hmm. In Jim Carrey's portrayal, I am not saying Jim Carrey based it on that. He probably doesn't even mm-hmm. know what that is. But that, I think, saved me. Because if I went into seeing this without having like that background of what Robotnik could be like in a goofy way, mm-hmm. I probably would have thought, oh, it's Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. And uh-huh. and then I'd be like, where's the fat, bald Robotnik throughout the entire movie, not just at the end? Um, you know, that would have taken me out. So... In happenstance, luckily, Lowbrow helped me for that. With that being said, I think this is Jim Carrey back to being Jim Carrey. That goofy, uh, I, I, from what I understand, I think almost all of his lines were ad-libbed, basically. Um, or at least just not from script, like changed in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Especially the dancing scene, they said, just run with it. It mm-hmm. reminded me of a very... In Living Color, Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, which I really love. So I was happy to see that for a nostalgic movie based Mm -hmm. on a 90s video game, we got a 90s Jim Carrey. Yep. I loved it. So. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, and I I agree with you. You know, it was nice to see Jim Carrey return to form after so long. Mm -hmm. Um, I think obviously the time away from that helps the nostalgia of it because yep. it's like, wow, I haven't seen Jim Carrey act like this in over 20 years. Exactly. I was like, but then on top of it, when you're doing obviously a video game villain, you want to add a little, there's got to be a little bit of camp to it, especially when you're dealing with something lighthearted. In other words, this wasn't, they weren't going a super serious route no. with this film, except for the, maybe the opening two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it wasn't supposed to be super serious. So your villain still had to have a, you know, it de- he definitely needed a comedic flair because you want like they were going for action and comedy. Yes. Um, so and obviously Jim Carrey is a master of comedy. So just allowing him to pretty much 
chew the scenery. And that's oh, exactly yeah, what he did. And he, he just, he just yeah. yeah, he just ate it up, all of it. Um, and it, he just shined the he whole did. time. Like he was shining, he was shining the whole time. Like every time he was on the screen, like I would always start to smile because as serious as he was, <laughs> you know, with the, I gotta catch this thing. Um, he was just, yeah, he was just on the whole yeah. time. Talking about smiling. I found, and I do this a lot now when I go to these nostalgic feeling movies, Mm-hmm. I won't lie. When I when the Muppets, you know, when they came back for the first time to theaters in a long time, a few years ago, I sat there and when that, you know, when they put on the Muppet show yeah. near the end for the telethon, I I shed a tear. I'm like, I, w- I just went back to being a, 